Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. I'm Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Pants, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Uh, ATC, a.k.a. 12 Falls, a.k.a. Old Gray Balls. Uh, that's about all. Uh, yeah, that's good. A.k.a. A.k.a. Woo! Yeah, I do that every time. Uh, it really gets people going. Damn. They enjoy it. Yeah, I know. That's, um, yeah, that's a ahead. lot of self-love. Yeah, and I made up all love, man. <laughs> Do you have any nicknames? <laughs> uh, yeah, the grizzly bear. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Gully. <laughs> How did Nothing you get? Cool. Well, I named. I mean, did someone give you? Well, first of all, Luke Galbranson. Is that how you pronounce your last name, or am I way off? It, it's it's Galbranson. You were very close. Okay, Galbranson. <laughs> it's so funny because, yeah. like, I obviously only know you as. Luke, sometimes you just know someone is just Luke, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, from Summer House, uh, new season, um, yeah, and we've hung out a few times. I guess you know, we're decent friends at this point, I would say. Yeah, I, I think we'll yeah. hang out more at the end of all this, but yeah, for sure, bro. Like, the the, the virus kind of fucked everything up, man. So, like, so we were, we, you were get we were grizzly bear, though. How did you get the grizzly bear name? Um, well, because I kind of like to do a lot of country shit. I grew up in the woods, and then I eat a lot of salmon, so people just started calling me the grizzly bear. That's <laughs> yeah, fucked up, man. Do you catch that no, shit? That, that's how. You ever catch a salmon with your bare hands like a fucking badass? No, but that would be cool. That would be really cool. I don't have time for that. It'd take too long, man. <laughs> I've been in New York too long. I don't have patience for that shit. <laughs> I know, I know. You just want that fucking sushi cut up, ready to go. I freaking, uh, I, you, yeah. You grew up in the woods. You live. I see. I noticed you listen to old country music. You know, I, I love yeah. old country. I just fuck really. Know. Oh yeah, I really do. I'm awesome, not just being man. sarcastic. Like, yeah. No, I, I, I believe it. I, where, where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Florida, and a lot of people say you know okay. Florida is, isn't the South, you know, but. Where I grew up, if you went like ten miles away from the ocean, you know you're yeah, you're you know you got big ass trucks, you're hunting yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and I I just got introduced to John Prine. I don't know if yeah. he passed away yeah, from dude. yeah, and um and and kind of he led me to uh, this country artist named Blaze Foley, and then I just started yeah, to huge fan of Blaze Foley. Did you see the movie that Ethan Hawke did? With yep. yep. So good. Yeah, Blaze Foley. Blaze is such a good movie. It was crazy because I watched it and it reminded me of my last relationship a little bit. It kind of fucked me up when I watched it. <laughs> How so? How did it do that? It just, just like the relationship that he had and with the woman and how he was so in love with her. And it was just, it was crazy, man. Like, um, it just reminded me of it. And it was a great, great movie though, man. Like I watched that movie after I broke up and I was like, fuck, but it's such a good, uh, it's such a good film. Um, Blaze was so talented. Uh, the movie is so good. Um, and John Prine, such a talent. 
um, you know, rest in peace, John, man, um, such an amazing, talented person and ind individual, um, who brought so many good stories. I feel like through, through his music to all of us, you know, um, yeah, John Prine was the shit. I like to play some John Prine, man. Ah, uh, dude, I freaking, I, I, uh, I got to see him at, uh, at Radio City and Sturgill Simpson opened up for him with just an, with, yeah. with just an acoustic guitar. And yeah. he's, he did an hour, Sturgill did, before John went yeah. up. And, yeah. And we were like third row, and I was, you know, I don't know, man. There's something simplistic about country that just speaks to you. And with such few simple words, they it says so much. And it's just, uh, I don't know, man. I, and so then I started listening to Willie yeah. Nelson more. And uh, um, yeah. Redheaded Stranger album, which yeah. I don't know if, yeah it's just like it changed how i look at country music that album yeah dude you know country's like i don't know man i grew up with it so for me that's why i feel like i relate to it so much just because it was like like i hear it and it brings me back home like old country um and uh you know i just feel like they you know it, it there's more to music than just a beat and and saying one word you know and it's storytelling and it's instruments and it's someone putting their life out to the world to share with you and being vulnerable and connecting with them and relating to them and then falling in love with their music because you relate to it and um i feel like a lot of country music does that because there's a lot of heartbreak a lot of struggle and and i feel old hip-hop is like that too a lot of old hip-hop is like that and that's i i love old hip-hop too um but but i feel like uh yeah man i'm i'm a diehard country guy and it's just cool because like there's music i want to drink beer to there's music that just like so chill that you want to put your feet up and relax and you know yeah. there's music you want to like fucking party you know i don't know man I'm, I'm definitely a country rock guy but i i appreciate all types of music um, I love the blues too, but, but yeah, man, country is awesome. I'm glad you like it. It's, it's yeah. awesome. I was like, uh, yeah, especially in New York. Cause it's like, <laughs> I don't even, it's just like, you just, yeah, it's never there, man. It's like, yeah. it's, uh, but you know, and then I, uh, I, I saw Tom Petty right before he died in that show. I mean, just like any storyteller oh, yeah. and it's something about like knowing that they wrote their own song too. And that they connected yep. to it. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, Tom Petty was incredible. Yeah, maybe yeah, I should dude. stop watching like singers because they keep dying after I watch them. Maybe it's my no, fault. Man. <laughs> no man. No. Oh man. I mean, there's a lot of people watching those guys, so um, it's not your fault. I was gonna say, uh, Tom. Tom Petty, man. What a what a talented guy too. And um, you know, it. I, I actually was just listening to Tom the other day. Um, uh what song was i listening to uh uh shit i can't think andrew i gotta um it's all good where he's like uh anyway i don't know but it's a really good fucking <laughs> song story it's yeah. a slow song uh up here on the something tonight uh, anyway whatever great song anyway um but yeah man i love country love tom petty love all that stuff it's good classic can't be and so you, you grew up like Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, Johnny Cash and then like Waylon Jennings. Humpty Hall. It's yeah, funny, it's always like Yeah, dude. Oh it's just a I mean, I don't know. It's just uh I'm glad I got introduced to it. It's funny that I didn't really I love nineties country, like fucking Brooks and Dunn. So do I 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Garth Brooks? Like, and then, like, George Strait in the 80s, 90s, and then, you know, in the 90s, too. Like, I love Dwight Yoakam is, like, my guy. I love Dwight Yoakam. Bakersfield? Um, yeah, on the streets of Bakersfield, bro. Come on. Him and – him and um, – him and uh i'm just so ridiculous right now i can't think but him and uh buck owens man doing that song together buck owens he's got some good tunes too man he's old school um but yeah 90s country bro like the old toby keith boomtown album you know what i'm saying yeah you know? dude. yeah that's what i'm saying bro you know all uh, the lyrics there it's funny like there's so many one-hit wonders in the 90s country like they'll come oh, on God, yeah and you'll know every word and you'll be like who the fuck i have no idea who sings that but it's yeah, like, man. I used to yeah. listen to Garth Brooks before football games. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I chose him. Like, cause like, uh, what's the song? Uh, you know, my dream is like a river ever changed yep. that song, yeah. which is yeah. like a slow, like, but I'd just be like so emotional with it. I'm like, I'm ready yeah, to fucking can... kill someone. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. You played That's hockey awesome. growing up, right? Yeah. I played football too. I played football and hockey in college. I played both. What, so what did, yeah what did you like better well i mean i liked them both man i was a, i was an athlete so i liked everything but hockey was definitely my my probably my favorite but i i enjoyed football a ton man i mean i loved hitting people so football was fun it was my Where jam you, and you know football? what's funny uh yeah i'm from a small, i'm from a small town so when you're from a small town we were 3a so i played everything i was a cornerback i was a receiver i was our kicker i was our kick returner i was on the field the whole fucking game um and then in college they were like you know offense or defense man and i liked hitting people more than i liked getting hit so i played i moved to free safety in college yeah. so it was fun i mean that's crazy to play football and and hockey in, in college i mean that's... yeah it was a lot man yeah it was a lot and i was studying biology so i was busy but uh it was good. I, um, you know, it's interesting that you say you listen to Garth Brooks because I used to listen to Garth Brooks too. We'd listen, that was our song after every hockey victory in the locker room. We'd play Colin Baton Rouge and everybody would be dancing around and screaming. Our coach would come and he'd be like, you guys are fucking weird, man. We were like, hey, man, where's it's what we do. Oh, operator, would you put me on through? Got yeah, yeah. my love down the Baton Rouge. Right. Yeah, hockey, sure hockey, enough, yeah. I've heard, like, you know, I've seen Slapshot, obviously. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But hockey, like, fucking locker rooms. It it gets weird in there, right? Like people are fucking <laughs> hockey players are like weird kind of cats, aren't they? Like I don't know why, but I, mean, I, I feel like I I feel like every locker room is weird, but hockey lockers are probably a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, locker room showering yeah, probably. is always weird. Like just the whole concept of getting like thirty, you know, naked boys yelling, like making fun of each other, <laughs> stuck in a little room. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. yeah. Did you fight a lot? That's basically what it comes down to. Did you fight it all growing up? Or at uh, least a little bit. A little bit, but not a ton. But I did a little bit, yeah. Not yeah. a lot, but I did when I had to. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like whatever. You go in the back alley after school and fight someone and people watch. And then you talk about it at school the next day type deal. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's it. You know, uh, but, um, whatever. Where did yeah. you grow up? What, about what, you? Town, what town did you grow up in? Like, or I like, grew up in a small town. Yeah, in Minnesota, yeah, I grew right? up in a small town called – yep, yeah, called Eveleth, small town, big hockey town, got the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame in it, and, like, so many legendary hockey players in the Olympics and the NHL have come out of my town. Um, you know, the high school itself, our hockey program, has been one of the top in the, in the state for, for years. It's kind of fallen off a bit now because the population is – dropped but the talent man back in the day that we had and how things were it was it was just 
top tier, man. It was the best. Um, so yeah, big hockey town, small, blue collar, hardworking, very kind, um, polite people. Uh, I'm really proud to be from, be from, or be from here, be from here, befriend me, yeah. be from here. Yeah, no, I'll befriend you. To, yeah, 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 to be from here and, uh, the, the work ethic, my morals and my manners and the things I was all taught was because of where I'm from. So it's always interesting to me when someone's like so kind and nice and you could really feel that. And then they get on a hockey, you know, and then they're just fucking yeah, yeah. animals. And it makes me think, are they yeah, just man. holding everything in? And then they're just <laughs> waiting because in New York, you'll be like, you fucking asshole. Fuck you. And then you put them on a hockey yeah. and they'll be a fucking little bitch. Yeah. They got it all out already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you're holding all that shit in and you're ready to just fucking attack. Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely you hold shit in, but um, you have, uh, you know, you're taught, I feel like growing up here, um, you really have to grind to survive and get after it. And I feel like, you know, you're also, you know, guys up here are kind of taught, like, you know, if it, you know, if you fall down, it's quit your whining, get up, like shake it off, quit being a pansy, you know, type deal. And, um, you know, as a kid, it was like, yeah. And then, you know, they're like, oh, and then your dad would be like, oh, what's broken? <laughs> you get back from the doctor and he's like, oh, well, I told him to get up and skate it off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and my bone's uh, out of my thigh. You know, dad. you kind of, <laughs> exactly, man. And, but it's just kind of like that mentality here. So you're pretty tough. You're growing up. I mean, like you're splitting wood, you know, and you're shoveling snow and you're, you're doing the, you know, you're out in the woods, like learning how to hunt fish and do all that stuff. And, you know, you're, you're doing things that, men are doing but your dad or your uncles are teaching you at a very young age how to do it so you kind of grow up real quick have to learn how to do shit can you remember any like specific story of like like a coming of age story of like oh now i'm a man you know what i mean <laughs> i i know man i mean not really i mean you have you know being on the woods with your dad and your uncles and learning how to hunt and fish and do all that um, I don't need to get into detail, but when you like take your first buck and you like learn how to skin and do all that, you know, the things necessary when cleaning an animal and doing it, you, you, you learn how to live off the land and do that at a young age. And I remember when I got my, my gun certification, uh, certification, why can't I talk? Am I drunk? Good God. I'm not Maybe. even drinking yeah. a gun certification. Um, yeah, no, but, uh, when I got my gun guns, cause, cause I was thinking safety uh, certification. Um, I was, you know, it's like a big moment for every kid. That's like, what are we, what was it like 14 when I got that? So I could like carry a gun and hunt and stuff. Or was it 13? I don't know. One or the other, but you know, I'm just learning like those are big moments for kids growing up here. I feel like that type of stuff, you know, I wonder what like hunting does to, you know, when you see, you know, with life and death, cause I think, when you aren't part of that and you don't see an animal die and you don't skin them and you're not connected to nature, like you're so, I'm so afraid of death. You know what I mean? Or like I would be so, you know, but you yep. get, you see that and you kind of see like, Oh, we're all kind of connected in this, you know, in, in nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. What I can tell you one thing it does is it, it, it teaches you how to respect life. Um, and I say that because life is very precious and it, and when when you've taken a life or seen a life taken and and I, this goes for people that have seen things in their lives but i just know from my experience hunting and stuff it's given me a strong appreciation for life like i don't hunt unless i eat what i'm hunting i don't believe in it i don't think killing an animal is fun i i don't enjoy killing an animal i don't like there's no fun in that um 
but it's it's a freezer full of food and feed it feeds a family um yeah and it's just what the way i was raised so it's just what i'm used to i i, I understand people that are vegan for and i understand people's and respect their beliefs and um i get it but like i said uh you you learn how to respect life too and in the sense of like uh you're not gonna be the big prick that's like i'm gonna go out and kill a lion because i want it for my wall that's so fucked up like what's really? the point of that there's no respect for life there at all like none period and i hate that shit and i'm a hunter like i own guns i do that but i'm like i will never be that guy a day in my life ever hate there's nothing worse than seeing a a fat sloppy fucking piece of shit standing next to like a dead elephant or a dead yep. like beautiful uh, fucking animal and you're just so fucking yep. pathetic and you pay all this money that you probably yep. made i don't even know what the fuck you did doing it but like exactly right exactly I fucking hate those photos because they're so proud of fucking doing yeah. nothing. You fucking yeah. drove. You had people probably feed yeah. the lion. The lion comes. Yep. Probably can kill yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Like with yep. a fucking, I don't know. It just fucking yep. angers me. So, I always say, man, let's put 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 that lion in there. Put you don't have the gun. You have to go get the gun, and we'll see how you survive. We'll let we'll give everybody a fair chance here. Okay. Like me, even when I hunt. Like we don't need to talk about hunting for too long because people probably don't want to hear about it. But uh, I feel bad because some people are like so against it. But I um, but like for me, even when I hunt, I don't use I don't use scents. I don't do anything. I sit in my stand. If I see a deer, I see it. If I don't, I don't. And I don't even shoot. I don't shoot fawns. I don't shoot does. I just shoot a yeah. buck. I mean, you know, that's just my thing. I don't. I don't. I don't need. To, I I don't go out and be like, oh, I can't wait to kill something. So <laughs> I wait. I know there is something though. That's interesting about like, depending on how good looking the animal is, <laughs> like, like a oh, lion, geez. right? I know it sounds fucked up, but like a, killing a lion is like, you're against it, but like killing a duck, but if you eat it, you're not going to eat a lion. That's the difference. But like, there is something like the better yeah. looking the animal, the less people don't, the less people mind if it dies or not. If it's like an ugly ass animal, like an ugly <laughs> cow or like an ugly turkey or an ugly chicken, no one no. gives a fuck. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, no one cares about a that's lobster. Kind of fucking... yeah. No, that's true. That's actually very true, man. That's very true if you think about it. I mean, like a like a wild boar, nobody cares. Like, yeah. No one gives a fuck. They stab wild boars and you hear fucking cry and people are like, yeah, that's pretty dope. You know? Anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, um, so then you come from Minnesota, then you went to college, and then after college is – like where did did you end up in New York after that? Like Yeah, man. I, I ended up in I ended up in New York, bro. Like I just ended up in New York for modeling and acting and that was it. And that was like that's that's it. That's why I've been but in New York ever since. Majoring in biology, like what did you get yeah, how did man. you get found modeling or did you get like scouted like that story? Yeah. Yeah, basically it was just discovered by a manager and um uh he was like, You should model and act and I kinda laughed at him. I was like, dude, I'm studying biology i was gonna go pre-med and um i'm like i'm an athlete i got no desire to do that you know and then uh i got hurt playing hockey my freshman year and then um yeah like i ended up going to new york and taking the the chance and i never looked back with it so um i'm extremely thankful and life's been pretty interesting i kind of just go with the flow and see what happens and um but i you know i grind on a lot of things in my life but i'm extremely thankful and i count my blessings every day and um 
you know, it, it is what it is. Like, you know, just cause you model and act doesn't mean life's grand. Like it was, it was a struggle for a very long time for me, um, modeling and, you know, living on ramen noodles and shit like that, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's life, whatever, you know, we all have to fucking, everybody pays their dues. Listen, the arts is not something where that you do because you're going to make a ton of money necessarily. It's something you do because you actually enjoy it. Like I love acting, like whether I'm making a lot of money doing it or not. Um, that's besides the fact I enjoy what I do. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what you have to have. Um, because if you don't like, I mean, fuck dude, if you're in acting to make money, like good luck. Like, you Same know with I mean? Stand up. I mean, yeah. comedy, you know, I mean, it's funny. It's like, if I knew how hard it would be to make a dollar in this, you know, when I started or you have an idea of like these certain people that you think are famous or that you think have made it. And then you get a little bit like bigger or whatever. And then you meet those people and you meet your heroes and you're like, I don't know if I would have went through all of that to get <laughs> to where I'm at. You know, I don't know. It's a, yeah. especially now with like quarantine, it has me questioning a lot of things of like what I want and what I, what, what makes me happy. And stand up makes me happy, but there's so much stress and anxiety involved. Um, yeah. It's know. a grind, man. It's it a is. fucking grind. It's a gamble too. You know, it's same with acting. Like, you know, you know what sucks is a lot of times you're not like, I don't know, man, maybe not for you, but as an actor, you're not, you can work and have your craft and be a good actor and be talented, but that doesn't mean you're going to get the job. And you're always at the, the, the hand of, I always say like the beast, like you don't, you like, it's up to them if you get the fucking role, man. Like you're not in control of your life. And I hate that. Like, yeah, I like dude. to know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? But it is what it is. I so I just enjoy the process and let it be. But it's like, yeah, man. I don't know if it's like that. Is it like that for comedy? Yeah, but I think nowadays, you know, at least with comedy as opposed to acting. I mean, acting is is scarier to me because you do have to rely on other people. But you know, with stand up, I have this. You know, I could do something like this. Yeah. I can I could create yeah. my own shit. There's a lot of avenues now to be funny and to make money. And yeah. to like do what you want to do where you don't have to be yeah. dependent on fucking gatekeepers, dude. Like who the fuck are yeah, you? Man. You're, you're yeah. any gatekeeper is a failed something, you know what I mean? And it's like, and they, <laughs> oh, and, they, and they have this power and they hold it over fucking people. And it's like, you're holding it over someone that already feels the weight of the world on their shoulders <laughs> for what they chose to do. So they don't need that on yeah. top of it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, so, that's funny. That's yeah, interesting. Man. I mean, that's a that's a an interesting way of looking at it. Honestly, I mean, wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it crazy. just helps you sleep at night when you like don't get picked for something, and you're like, motherfucker, they couldn't do shit, you know. But then again, yeah, you can't man, no, be yeah. so angry. <laughs> you can't be so angry. Motherfucker, you know? they no, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What, um... After I go into that... What, uh, I usually just go have a beer. I find a bar and have a beer and celebrate. Just be like, cool, that was good. After every audition. Yeah, it's my jam. 
I know. I don't really audition much. You know, I, I, I like acting. Though. I, I started making my own shit. I just made a little short yeah, no. that I, you know, fucking. Yeah. Um, when did you, uh, so you were doing the acting, you were doing the modeling, and then, I mean, you know, that was 15 years ago since you moved to New York. How did you even find out about summer? Yeah. Um, well, just through Kyle, man. Just, you know, being out in New York and going out and meeting Kyle, you know, Kyle, Kyle's a party animal. And, and he was just like, you know, hey, man, would you be interested in spending a summer in the Hamptons? And I, you know, of course, was coming out of a relationship and like, shit might as well let's do something different for a summer you know and then then you realize what it is but at that point in time i didn't um i thought it was just kyle asking me to come spend a summer just being friends you know uh and uh and yeah and then and then it was i mean you know and then you meet i made it i wouldn't know you if it wasn't for it right yeah no so. look i think i mean you know maybe you use this as a as a platform to grow and then you're able to get a oh shit you there? Yeah. So then you're able to get a role Yo. that maybe you could create something you want to create on your own because of this. You know what I mean? And use the popularity yes, from, oh yeah. Go I, ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I lost you for a second, so I don't know what the oh. fuck you were saying. Best. Oh no, I was saying you could use, you could use the popularity that you're getting from the show to then make something of your own and have your own audience. And yeah, yeah I, I mean, know. you know, brother, I'm sorry. I don't sleep anymore, by the way. I'm too busy remodeling this place and running my business and doing everything else. So, um, so pardon me. That's why I'm, I'm yawning. But I, um, you know, it's interesting to me because I'm not, I've never been the person that tries to use things as a platform. I've never been that guy. And it's always kind of worked against me because most people do and it works out for them. But I've always been like, I'm just going to let my hard work. And when I go into an audition room, my talent book me the role or get me the job. Um, I don't want to rely on, on selling myself out for something to get a gain of something. Cause I always, I've always been true to myself and I take pride in that. Um, I always say that my talent is going to get me the job, but then it, you start to realize that, you know, a lot of times life just happens and I don't try and use things as a platform. I just let, let the, let life be. And, and if something's yeah. going to come up, it'll, it'll, it'll come, you know? Um, I think if you're talented enough, eventually you're going to, you're going to get your roles or not even that. Cause if you could be talented, but you'll get a role that you're, you're, you're right for and you'll book it. And, um, it's just a numbers game and a time thing and you just got to plug away. And, uh, and you know, like I'm, I'm producing my first feature film right now. And not a lot of people know about that, you know? And, uh, and I don't talk about it and I don't, I am right now because I was just talking to my, my buddy I'm producing <laughs> actually. No, that's um, great, man. Congrats. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it a, yeah. like, is it a project you've been like thinking about for a while? Did, did you find a writer or like, how did that work yeah. out? Yeah. So we started it, um, three years ago. Um, my buddy and I, he, he created this story and then I helped him kind of shape the story. Uh, cause the main character was kind of based off of, of me a little bit um, because just being a country guy living in the city and, um, and, and then I brought in someone to write and then we brought in a couple of writers who are some pretty big, they write very, they write good shows on TV that are on TV right now. Um, and uh, they script doctored it and we brought in some other people. We're in a very good place with it. Needless to say, um, 
we're dealing with, with some things right now on the business side with, you know, directors and stuff. So, um, hopefully we'll be, you know, get, get the ball rolling with that. And, um, you know, we, we'd like to film sooner than later, but you know, it all depends on financing and the people involved and, um, you know, making a movie isn't easy. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever done ever. Um, are you going to act in it? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool film, man. It's pretty. It's actually a badass film. Like, it's really badass. Um, <clears throat> and, I gotta uh, think uh, something like that that really tests your uh, creative ability and, and 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 it's hard work and it's and it's and it's not necessarily easily rewarded, and it might never get rewarded. Must feel yeah. so different than something like Summer House, which is yeah, you know, like I don't know. You get rewarded for you know getting fucked up and you know, getting fingered in an alley or something. <laughs> so, so, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny as shit. Oh, my God. Okay, now listen. So, so here's, here's my thing. Um, you know, um, Summer House is its own animal. It really is. And um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I'm extremely thankful to, to have a group of friends that I can spend a summer with and make memories with and um, – get stupid with and just be ridiculous. Uh, it, uh, it, I'm, I'm lucky. Um, and it, and I don't know what else to say other than that. Really. Other are you, than that, I'm are you happy lucky. with how you're portrayed on the show? You can't really be portrayed bad as long as you're true to yourself. Right. I always say like, if you're a bad person, you're a bad person. Like that's a fact. Like you, the camera doesn't lie. Like it's like, it's, you know, um, so I always feel like if, you know, if, if, if they, <clears throat> If you're true to yourself and you are who you are, there is no way you can look bad. And even if you look bad, it's not going to be that bad, you know, unless you're a shitty person. But, but, you know, once, once again, I mean, some people weren't so nice and, and, and they looked other ways that anyway, I'm not going to get into that. No, but I just know, cause I watched the show cause I reviewed it with, with Hannah and uh, uh, of course you did. Yeah, and I mean, I had fun reviewing it. I thought I, I felt like I wouldn't probably, whatever. It is what it is. I just don't watch that much reality <laughs> television. Uh, but yeah. like watching it, I, I, I felt for you because like you, they brought all the drama. To, it didn't seem like you ever like initiated it, and because you, <laughs> because you were quiet, and because like you were laid back, people react horribly to that because they're like i don't know what to do with that like you're too laid back you're too laid back and i, and I think hannah was actually chill with your laid backness and your relationship yeah. and like however it worked out but everything around you they wanted to bring you into and i mean that's part of the show i get that but it's just like i mean i i don't know i don't know how it works all i know is at the end of the day the only person i can worry about and focus on is myself is and Hannah? The decisions uh, yeah exactly <laughs> Hannah, yeah. so so i so i you know i try and um you know like i said i grew a lot from the show because you know the i i'm i have a short fuse and and i can let people upset me but i i, I grew a lot because i i made sure that i i um I just, I, I grew a lot in the sense that I, 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 about a few years ago, I started to teach myself how, you know, life is, um, um, 10% what happens to you, 90% of how you react to it. 
And I try and live by that um, because I think if you react in a, the best way possible, instead of reacting, um, you know, like with a short fuse or being a loose cannon on things, uh, you grow more from it and you learn a lot. And, and this summer I learned a lot about myself and I learned that sometimes not saying anything is the best thing and just not reacting. And, um, and it was fascinating because like, it was just so good. Um, you know, and, and, and it, it's, it really just taught me that you're better off just sometimes just not saying fucking anything and just letting, even though you're like inside, you're like, fuck, like you're so mean or you're so, what you're doing is not okay. Um, sometimes you just got to take beating, lick your wounds and move on, man, you know, yeah. and, and it's okay. You know, I know I freaking, it's hard uh, though. It's hard because I don't know. I'm like one of those kind of people that like, I'm so chill and relaxed with people. I feel like, but if you come for me, like, I don't know how to like, yeah. like yell without like, let's, let's fucking go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, not yeah. with women, but, but you know, with <laughs> But, like, I just, like, I can't – if I'm not giving you that, like, and you're coming at me, bro, like, I just – I don't know. It's so hard for me not to respond yeah. without bringing it to, like, an anger level. But I don't – you know, it never happens, in, like, rarely, like, ever. So, I mm. could see, like no, – I felt like you never exploded on the show. I feel like you could have that one time with Carl by the mini golf or whatever where you, when you guys were doing batting practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what would happen if you guys throw well, some hands what would what do you think the producers would do i don't know man i thought about that that's one of the re that's one of the reasons that's one of the reasons i didn't do anything because i thought if, if i did i was like what happens then do i like do they like throw me in jail like what happens i don't know um you know and and and, and, I, and I also thought like I, and then i was like wow i'm getting old because instead of just reacting and being like fuck you i was like man like he's just acting like this cause he's insecure about this right now. It has nothing to do with me. Um, and then I was like, I'm fucking old. I'm getting smart. I am a wise man. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Wise, man. When you're a guy and I get another yeah. guy starts yelling at you and you go, he's just projecting. He's mad at himself. That's when you know, <laughs> that's when you know you've done some work on yourself though, dude. I mean, yeah, that's man. a big no, step. No, for sure. And, and you know, yeah, it's hard because you got to put your ego aside and not be like Tommy Tough Nuts and like just take it and be like, all right, um, you know, and, and it's, that's hard to do. It's hard to be a guy and to do that. And um, it's, it's interesting. But, you know, the thing is I love Carl dearly and he's a good friend. And I'm so glad that we didn't come to blows because um, I, Carl's a good dude. And, um, and, and like I said, I, I love him dearly, man. He's a good guy. Because you would have won? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Carl's no, Carl's a big pretty, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, Carl's got long fucking arms, man. I would have had to be, like, Little Mac from Punch-Out, like, bobbing and weaving and shit. Uh, that, was <laughs> that was the best game ever, dude. Yeah, fucking. so good. So good. Yeah, that was dude, good, I, good, 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 man. Yeah, do you play, like, it. Call of Duty and shit? Like, I can't get into these new video games where it's, like, you have to, like, have a team, yeah. uh, a strategy and shit, and, like, a whole, like... Yeah. Like, I like fucking, like, Sonic, you know? Like, like yeah same yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I don't i'm not know. I, well first off i was never big video a big video game guy ever um everybody was playing video games and i was like ah no let's let's like i'll go play baseball in the yard or something like i i never got into video games i was always bored with them 
Um, but if I did play, it was like Sonic, I could do Sonic or like excite bike or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Those are like my jams, but like, or blades of steel was a good one. Um, dude, just go know. and straight yeah. forward. You get yeah. some rings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I didn't want all the other shit. Like I don't have time for that. If I'm going to put time in on something, I want to put time in on like learning an instrument or like reading a book or something that's just more my mentality i mean don't get me wrong i love playing a video game here and there and i think that they're fun but i get i just i can't sit there and play video games for hours i just can't do it man the uh thing. the house you're in right now like what is, is the a story behind this because it's like it's very like i feel like it's like the notebook and you're building it for a woman we don't know who she <laughs> is or maybe you don't even know who she is yet but yeah, you're, building, man, that's you're like, look, out in. let's go fuck or something. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So I don't know. I bought this place a few years ago. Um, I wanted to renovate it for a while. Um, and, you know, it was nice when I bought it, but it wasn't a year round home. It was a cabin and I want to make it year round. So there's a lot of work in, like required to do that with insulating. And then when you, when I tore everything down, I was like, oh, fuck, I now I have to rewire because the wiring's old. So I had to wire and I put it a fireplace in and then you have to insulate and new light switch, you know, just everything. And then you're the demolition work took like three weeks, like pulling every nail head out, every screw, every piece, it's such a mess. Um, but you know, for me, it, it's, it is kind of like that with the notebook, like you said, but, but it's like, for me, I, I, I love the work. I love design, like hence with the jewelry and all this stuff, but I like to create and I see a vision of like with what I want and then I want to bring it to life and I want to do it myself. I take pride in being able to do as much as I can by myself without like, and learning new crafts without like needing to hire someone. I hate that. Um, so <clears throat> I, um, I like to focus on it. Cause like I said, when I, I came out of a relationship, um, a three-year relationship, uh, you know, right, right, right before I started filming Summer House. And, um, you know, it's taken time to get over it. And one of the things that, that I do is I, I do things like this because it like take my mind off of like my past relationship or things like that. And it allows me just to focus on, um, on a, the task at hand and what I'm doing. And it also allows me time to sit and think and reflect and grow and, and kind of, um, uh, you know, see things for what they were and some accepting some answers that I'll never get. And, you know, it, it's nice because I'm by myself and I'm isolated and I'm in the middle of the woods rebuilding a cabin. Um, and it, it's just kind of like therapy. Uh, and yeah, maybe, maybe a woman will just show up and uh, we'll fall in love or something. I don't know, or whatever. Maybe my ex will just come walking, strolling back in. I don't fucking know how that works, but no, I'm just saying, but, um, but it She's is like, it is yeah, your ex, your ex from New York city is like a fireplace. I always was waiting, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, you put in wood floors. She's my like, pussy got, is so wet. Yeah, he got rid of that. <laughs> oh my God. He got rid of the fucking flower couch that was in it when we, when he first bought it. There was like a flowered couch in here and like, it was horrible. Yeah, man. It's crazy. No, I no, mean, no, but what is it like just, being isolated though? Like coming, like, so you started in this small town, you go to the big city. Now you're like on this like reality show and then you go back to now living alone in the middle of the woods again. Yeah. Like it's kind of like yeah. a, you, like an Odysseus journey where you come back home with what you've learned and what yeah. you went through. 
And <laughs> how does it feel though? Yeah. Like, also, like not being around women. Like, do you then think about your ex more? Do you think about like we're all quarantined? We can't get laid because yeah. we'll kill our grandma yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Like, I feel like um, being quarantined for me um, has it's it's it has made me kind of fall back into that a bit but but in a good way um in the sense that i've just you know you're always learning and i've learned a lot about myself already from everything but um you know sometimes it's not easy having to go back and and to have those things in your head and to to accept certain things but um you know you you also have to get to a point where you realize that you know that it's just it is what it is and you have to move on from it and learn from it and and I feel like sometimes getting away from the world and just being isolated and having to do work on like a house and just that is what you need to actually move forward and to get on with things and um you know but it's not easy and and you have to you know I don't know I feel like it's a process and there's no real recipe for it but I feel like this isolation has definitely had me fall back into that a bit um, but like I said, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Um, I think in the, in the long run, it's just part of my process and it's going to help me. So are you going to head back to the city or no? Like when, this uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you- yeah. I mean, listen, this, this is my home. Like I, I spend my summers here usually if I'm not filming, um, I'm here. It's like, I, I've always come home for the summer. There's no better place like to be in the summer besides on a lake in Minnesota. It's beautiful, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've always come home for the summers. Um, but if I have to go back for work or something, um, you know, this summer, like later on in the summer, I'll go back then. But for now I'm here at least for the summer, the foreseeable future, but then I'll be back in New York, hopefully like in September. And what you were, you were engaged to your ex. Is that what it was? I remember you were like giving a uh, ring or selling a <laughs> ring or some shit. Yeah. Or you- yeah, man. That's funny. No, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> I had bought a ring. Yeah. I bought a ring. Um, and I was going to propose, but then I didn't because I was like, maybe I should, maybe I should hold off and wait a little bit. Um, given how things were going and, uh, yeah. So I bought a very expensive ring that is currently waiting to be sold. I'm actually, um, I think we're going to be auctioning it off next week. Um, I will send details out for it. We're going to be auctioning it off. Um, and then people can bid on it. And then I'm going to give a certain percentage to the leukemia society. And then, uh, yeah, somebody will be lucky enough to have a very nice Tiffany ring. (laughs) I wonder if it will sell more because I bet you some girl will just buy it, not like a guy to give to a girl. You know what I mean? Oh, jeez, I don't, man. I don't know. I don't know if anybody will buy it. How's your, how's your, how's your jewelry business doing? Is it like, has it grown? I got some fucking. I got, I got trees in my hair from being (laughs) outside earlier. That's funny, man. I'm a grease ball, bro. Anyway, um, yeah, business is good, bro. Like, um. Thanks for asking. And it's good. I, um, you know, it's a constant continuation of always trying to expand and do different things. And, you know, I'm a one man operation. So, um, I make it, I package it, I ship it, I design, you know, like, and now I'm the same with my clothes and I make my candles and they're all hand, I do everything. Like I'm designing, I'm like, okay, well I should do this. And if I like, well, I'm going to order this or I'm gonna have to make, so 
in my website even. I do that on my own, but I have a friend named Kat who's a sweetheart who's been helping me with my website a little bit because I'm not like really good with computers. Um, I, although I did do with most of it or a lot of it. Um, she, um, she's going to be putting up the candle section cause I'm just like, I can't deal with this right now. I've got too much shit going on. So my candles will be up, up on that probably by like tonight or tomorrow, I think, uh, which would be cool. When you make so, a ring, like what goes into ring making? How do you get the, uh, you get the gold, like it's gold, I assume on your finger. Like, does it come just in a round and then you shape it from the round? Like, how does it work? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to give you all my secrets. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know what? You don't have to do you know, All I know is I got two no, little... No, 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 no. My hands are too small for no, brain. No, you're like Hannah, dude. You're like Hannah. She's got small hands, man. Small fingers. Ah, dude. I'm telling, <laughs> I, no, but she's a girl, dude. A guy, if I wore rings, it just, it just brings the attention to these little nubs. You know what I mean? Maybe like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I, maybe a very thin ring, you know, like very thin, you know, oh, man. my fingers and my cock, you know, very thin, tiny ring. <laughs> if I wore your I, thick I, ass I, rings, dude, always, it would, yeah, go ahead. I always say, I always say this, man, um, just wear whatever the fuck you want and own it and just be calm. <laughs> doesn't matter how you look doesn't matter what your hands are like doesn't matter about anything just fucking own it and if you want a fucking ring you wear a ring i don't care how your hands are that's just how i think man but that should be on your know. website i don't know um yeah just yeah just wear a ring bro just, just wear a wing bro uh, don't be a little pussy you know <laughs> how are you and no, hannah but, you and uh, hannah are good <laughs> oh no man i can't stand her no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah she's all right like i can deal with her like I can deal with her like three days a week. It's cool. But, you know, I don't know. You know how. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, me and Hannah are great. I talk to her every day. Um, love her dearly. We're super tight. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we're, we're good. We're, yeah. we're good. We got into we got into it a little bit uh, before the reunion. And it wasn't even a big fight. It was, like, so stupid. Uh, she's stubborn. And um, what happened was uh, – I had told her like twice on the phone, like that she was doing something that was like actually bothering me. And I was, and I was nice. I was just like, Hey, I just want to make this word. that Like this is bothering me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 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 And then she did it again. And I texted her and I was like, listen, like, like I've told you this is the third time. And she's like, well, you can't tell me to be a text. And I'm like, Hannah, I've already called you two times in like three months and told you this. And, um, and she was, uh, and she was like, well, she got like mad at me. And I'm like, how are you now mad at me? Like, how does this work? And then she like, just didn't talk to me. And I was like, you know what? Cause we were watching the show back and there were just things I was like, dude, I told you all this shit. And then I watched you talk to your friends. And I was like, that's not what we talked about. That's fucked up. And, uh, and, um, but it, you know, a lot, we, me and her had a long conversation after, re after the reunion and she explained a lot to me and it, there was a lot, a lot, things were a lot more clear between the both of us, which is, I told her, I said, you realize that instead of ignoring me you should have had a conversation with me because that's what we should have had you know we should talk and um after that it's great man we're cool and we'll always be cool it was just a stupid immature like thing and it was the whole thing was ridiculous so yeah it's interesting yeah. like that is yeah, awesome if you just have the conversation it's like we build these stories in our heads of like what the other person's thinking what their motive was and all this shit and it's like Especially yeah. when you don't see them in, yeah. in person. And it's like, oh, no, you just need to have a 20-minute conversation and you'll be good. Like, Or not even 20. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't yeah. know. 
so many times when you ignore yeah, shit. Yeah, man. No, for yeah. sure. Um, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. It, Speaking it of that, I'll, yeah, I, hey, ahead. quick question. Yeah, yeah sorry, man. I, I mean, I just, I didn't, I'm in trying to interview you here right now. Okay, it's fucked up. Could cut me off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just kidding. Um, how's quarantine been for you, man? You were just in the Hamptons, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, my brother has a place out there, and I'm actually at his other house nice. now. He he does very well. Oh, um, shit. I was going to say, holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was amazing because, like, I was out there actually alone for a few days. And, you know, I was in Brooklyn yeah. for three months dealing with, like. Yeah, you know, dude. I saw the, that. The videos are so funny. Oh, uh, thanks, dude. But, like, I was in the epicenter of that shit, you know? And I was like, you know, people were yeah. dying and shit. Like, it was real. Like, like. Yeah. If you're wondering if the disease was real, just, you know, go outside my doorstep and you would, you know, you would feel it. You know, you really would. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't leave my apartment. Like, and if I left, I would like make sure my hands were clean. I didn't bite, my, I bit my nails my whole life. I didn't bite my nails for two and a half months. Yeah. Like, I was just <laughs> yeah, like, dude. and so going to the Hamptons was just like, I was looking at trees like I wanted to fuck them, you know, like I was just like, oh, my God, like looking at nature and like and just like breathing. Yeah. I started running in the yard like I was like a dog letting out of a cage, you know. And but the funny thing about yeah, it, yeah, is, man. the funny thing about it, though, is like three days later, I'm just like, yeah, there's a tree. Ah, uh, there's a, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So For it sure, was amazing. Man. It was incredible. I was driving my brother's old Bronco. Uh, it's 1974. I was going to say that Bronco. Yeah, dude, that Bronco's badass. I was going to say really nice. Dude, there's something really about nice. Fucking, yeah. you know, just feeling like the you could feel the engine in the fucking in the steering wheel, you know, and you could just yeah. you just feel connected yeah, to the be car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, man. So yeah, so that was incredible. And, uh, and now I'm, you know, I'm with family a lot and, um, yeah, sometimes you think like, you know, you take the family for granted when we're not quarantined, when we can't see them and you can't, you know, yep. be close to your nephews because you're afraid you're going to get them sick. And, and now I'm like, I got my nephews on my shoulders, you know, and I'm fucking like, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. really appreciate it. Oh. So um, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. So, so there's a lot of positives coming out of that too, out of this quarantine shit for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like the, for the appreciation fact, just with like your family and stuff. You know, because we take shit for granted. You know? It's so true. Like I was, you know, when you're doing stand up and I, and you know, for eight years I, I had nothing, dude. I was literally a dog walker. I I I didn't I didn't think I'd ever make a you know enough money to you know pay for a quarter of my rent let alone you know make some decent money you know and and yeah. then i got like caught up in like yeah. you know how many followers i had how how you know what people were other reacting to me mm -hmm. and like all this outside noise i cared about and now all that's gone because it's just not there mm -hmm. right now and uh it's making yeah. me f realize oh shit let's slow down and realize what's important and shit so yeah man no for sure like you know what's crazy is <clears throat> i feel like the follower thing is important but <clears throat> that's one thing for me that 
like Hannah's helped me get better at with social media. And then like my sister helped me too. Cause I've never cared a lot about it. Cause I never really cared what I never thought people really cared about like what the fuck I'm doing. And I never really cared that like that people would or should care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like everybody's got their own thing going on, but you know, it, it is kind of a cool platform. Cause, cause like, I'm like, you know, I like looking at that page. I like, like looking at the architecture, like page that I follow and seeing shit or like Ryan Bingham's my favorite musician, see some stuff he's doing in music. Or, I'm like, it's cool. It's cool that you can see other people's lives because you know what we, people, we are interested in stuff. And, but the one thing I do is I, I do disconnect from it in the sense that, I mean, I make sure I, I shouldn't say I make sure I respond to everybody. Cause I did that on Hannah's podcast and I had so many fucking people going, Hey, I'm just writing to you to see if you're going to respond. I was like, hey, you're making more work for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can look into oh, other. I yeah. Um, but no, because I, I, I do try. I do really try and respond to every person that messages me, even if it's if it's a like or a heart or a smiley face, um, because I think it's important. Uh, shit, sorry, my phone went to. You there, bro? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm, here. Um, I'm gonna have to plug my phone in, but I. Um, so I feel like it's important to respond to everybody so like outside of responding to people and like i try and post here and there because i feel like i almost have to a little bit sorry yeah. i'm putting my phone in bro i like my chest so. yeah, yeah it's nice so man. um <laughs> just kidding um beautiful but i um uh, yeah thanks but i um i try to uh i don't know man i'm not on my phone you got to get some fucking um, if I'm getting the amount of DMs I'm getting, your your messages have to be pretty absurd. I mean, you got to – come on. It's got to be ridiculous in there. I'm not saying that it's a good thing or a I bad thing. I do get a lot. Yeah, it's got to be – I don't know, because then you got to figure no, out – Like, no, but, like, I'd be on the road. I'd hook up with girls through messages like that, and then now that I'm back oh, to work, right. I'm just like, is that – the best thing for me you know but god did i have fun um yeah. i don't know yeah, you know like yeah, why I mean, you know i think a lot of everybody time, has fun yeah i mean are there girls in where fun. you live i mean yeah there's girls up here but they're probably all like in high school or older or married with kids or something i don't fucking know <laughs> i don't know man you know the truth is i'm not i didn't come here to to find a girlfriend i came here to to get away be safe see my family and work on my place so um i think i'll end up meeting a woman most likely in new york that would like to enjoy nature a bit and you know i think that's what'll end up happening and we'll see or maybe i don't know my last girlfriend is from london but she lived in new york so we'll see i don't know did um you don't have any girls being like how far are you away from minneapolis Oh, I, yeah. I've actually gotten a couple DMs. And I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm not into that. You probably have COVID. I don't fucking know. You just no, wear a mask and have, have sex with them in the woods, dude. You got to fuck in the woods. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> Jesus, man. No, I, I actually, um, I, I'm just, I'm actually so busy that I, I don't have time. I really don't. I'm trying to get shit done because... I'm going to be running a hockey camp up here um, yeah. in like three weeks. I have to get organized for that. I've got to run, I've got to run my business. I'm trying to wrap this up because I want to, I actually believe it or not, 
I have two Harleys that are sitting and getting collecting dust right now that I need to start riding because I love riding motorcycles and I love my bikes and I'm not even taking care of them and I have to get the boat in the water and I haven't done that and I want to get on the ATV and get out in the woods and do some riding and all I've been doing is working and that's okay because I love the work but I want to like I need to get out and do some of that shit too you know I can't just be swinging a hammer every fucking so yeah so trying to finish this up basically within like the next two weeks you could also, you know, I mean, hire one guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, shit, you're frozen. Luke? Yo. Come over here. Yes, I. Mm, not bad.